Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode on The Wellness Project with me, Anya Sutton. I am so excited to sit down and talk to you guys about today's episode. So a few weeks ago, I asked on my Instagram story, what health or wellness related topics do you want to learn more about or do you find interesting? I just kind of wanted to see a little bit more what my friends and family are wanting to learn more about and what kind of nutrition related topics are popular right now. And actually a lot of the responses were related to diets or nutrition trends and questions along with those topics. And this is kind of a hard topic because there is just so, so much that goes into nutrition and diet. Um, I'm actually studying for my advanced nutrition exam at the moment, so my brain is going in so many directions with this topic. But that's also the problem. It can often be too overwhelming. There's so much information out there on nutrition and diets, and they're all telling you different definitions of what healthy actually is. And it can be so confusing to try and navigate this diet toxic world. So what is the healthiest diet? What nutrition tips are real and which ones are just a trend? Hopefully I can help you navigate this diet culture world we live in with this episode. I want to talk a little bit more about diets first. I want you to ask yourself this question, especially if you're considering going on a diet or you have been really interested in one, why would you go on this diet? And everyone has their own answers, whether it is only health-related, if it's to feel better or lose some weight, whatever it is, I just really want you to ponder that question and really think about a clear answer for yourself. To me, and again, this is all just for my experiences and my opinions, unless you're prescribed by a doctor or you have some serious medical reasons for going on a diet, I really don't see a reason for anyone to go on a diet. I understand, again, some people have physique goals or other fitness-related goals, but if you're looking to improve your relationship with your body and with food and just to feel healthier and live a healthier lifestyle, a diet just really isn't the answer. I believe that everyone has different experiences with dieting, like I said, but in general, I wouldn't really recommend it, especially if you're wanting to create this healthy lifestyle out of healthy habits you are creating. And this is the reason why I just am not one for diets. If you go on a diet, aren't you assuming you'll go off of it? I personally believe in creating a healthy lifestyle that is sustainable and enjoyable. Treating your body right and feeding it nutritious foods shouldn't be a six-week program or a quick diet that you then go off of and forget about and might end up feeling worse. A diet will end. That's usually how they're created. They're usually not very sustainable or enjoyable. But creating healthy habits that are sustainable to your life shouldn't have to end because you wouldn't want them to. And after you see those positive effects of how you feel, you're not going to want those habits to end either. I often just see how trendy diets become. 
we see a lot of diets coming and then going. One is way better than the other and I just feel like it's so quick to change. So let's not take it all as hard facts immediately. Research the diet you're looking at in way more detail and really find out who the influencer or company or whoever it is that is promoting the diet. Try and look for RDNs or Registered Dietitian Nutritionist. And just to specify, there is a difference between RDNs and just nutritionists. So really try to look for that credibility because those nutritionists don't go through the same education and certification that RDNs do. Now, I'm not saying nutritionists don't have good advice or some good content, but again, before you hop onto something or believe something about a food or a healthy habit, Try and look at where it's coming from. Who is the source and what is their credibility? Just make sure to do some research and really invest in your health through education and research rather than just paying for pills and diet plans. Again, the only time I really like to even use the word diet is to refer to my personal eating patterns that complements the lifestyle that I strive for. And I really believe that every said diet then should be different because we all have different eating patterns and different lifestyles that we are trying to complement our diets to. So I also kind of wanted to talk about healthy foods in general. I feel like a lot of people, when they think, okay, I want to start eating healthier to feel better, but what should I and shouldn't I eat? And there is so much out there right and wrong information about what you should and shouldn't eat. So, for example, my professor the other day in class was talking about how he eats dessert every single day without fail. And usually it's some form of chocolate. But according to social media and diet culture, wouldn't that be considered unhealthy? Now, he's a registered dietitian nutritionist, so I'm pretty sure he knows what he's doing. So, we get a lot of these mixed signals. What is right then? Can I eat chocolate every day or is chocolate and sugar of the devil and I should never touch it? What I have learned from my experiences in education is that nutrition is all moderation and balance. Healthy does never equal too much or too little of anything. And I know this is not the golden answer anyone really wants because it's not a hard yes or a hard no on certain foods. You need to find a way to balance it out and to include everything you enjoy in moderation. Carbs, fats, and protein, we need it all. Don't cut out cut out food groups unless you have, again, been prescribed to or you genuinely feel better if you do so. I know some people do just find that they have more energy or they just feel better if they cut out certain food groups and if that works for them, that's great. But if you choose to eat those food groups because you enjoyed them, that doesn't mean that you're any less healthy. There are also so many micronutrients that we aren't thinking of when we are cutting out those food groups. And there's also just so much joy we're missing out on if we are always cutting out the foods we love. So to me, this kind of balance and moderation means, yes, enjoying the ice cream or going out to eat or a chocolate bar or whatever it is you enjoy, but 
also thinking I do enjoy when I eat vegetables and and good fruits and all of those other nutrients because I know that it feels good for my body. So that that to me is moderation and balance. And again, it's going to look different to every person. Food isn't and shouldn't be categorized into good and bad categories. Our body sees all the food the same. It's chemical makeup. So we can enjoy or dislike certain foods for sure, but Let's not give food this power of morality when it's just a source of fuel for our bodies. So what about all of these diet culture rules? Nothing bad happens if you eat after 6 p.m. or 8 p.m. or whatever the time is. Your body isn't just going to stop digesting and store it all as fat. Your digestive system just doesn't work that way. So don't be afraid if you tend to just enjoy later dinners or going out for a late night snack, that doesn't make you ultimately unhealthy. And same thing with having three meals or six smaller meals. I feel like that's kind of been a trend with diet culture is you're supposed to have three big meals at these times and that just isn't at all true. Eating one way or the other isn't healthier If it works for your lifestyle with your job or with your schooling to have three bigger meals and a few snacks and you feel good that way, go for it. If you're one to just, you don't have time and you don't like to sit down for a huge meal, but you like to have smaller snacks and smaller meals all throughout the day, then go for it. Do what works for your lifestyle and for the situation in your life. Because whatever the internet is saying, they don't know what's going on in your personal life. Another sort of diet rule that I feel like I see a lot is how terrible sugar is for you. (laughs) And I just want to say to anyone who needs to hear it, sugar is not the devil. It's not out there to harm you. Again, everything in balance and moderation. You don't want to eat only fruits and vegetables and no other foods, right? But you also don't want to eat only sugary foods. That doesn't mean sugar is terrible and that if you consume sugar in your diet that you are unhealthy. It is not that bad for you. Just eat the candy, (laughs) eat the cake, and enjoy it and move on. Typically, when we allow ourselves to have those foods that we enjoy that are often higher in sugar or more processed, We don't eat as much as if we were to ban those foods and then overindulge one day. So just enjoy it in moderation and you'll see that your body really craves, yes, some sugar in forms of chocolate and things like that, but it also craves nutrients from more dense foods like fruits and avocados and meats and things like that. Along those lines, Carbs do not make you fat. Whether you eat them late at night or early in the morning or you eat them in general, carbs are our our body's main source of energy and that's just fuel for your body to keep going. It's fuel for your brain to think and to work in school or at your job. So don't deprive yourself of carbs. They are not terrible for you and there are so many wonderful sources of carbs. There are so many other diet culture rules that I know I didn't talk about and maybe I don't even know of, 
But again, I just want to mention, really think about what it is you're reading about, what source is it coming from, and really think about the message and if it even makes sense or if it makes you feel right about it before you go ahead and get after yourself for, you know, eating that said food or whatever it is the rule is telling you not to do. Because there just is a lot of misinformation and there's a lot of good information as well, but I just hate to see people fall into this diet culture and all these trends because they just feel this guilt that they're not living a healthy lifestyle according to one article on the internet. So really just take a look at where that source is before you make any changes to your life. And I just want to say you do not need to diet or follow a diet to be qualified or to feel healthy. Health looks and means so many different things to everyone. It doesn't look the same. So don't just copy what someone else is doing because that isn't going to give you the same results that they have. If I were to eat and exercise and sleep the exact same as my best friend, we still would never look the same. We're just made different. We have different genes and we have different bodies and that's okay. That's how it should be. So try to really tune into your body and really think what feels and is healthy to me and my body. Practice balance and moderation. Try to figure out a food pattern that just works for you and works with your work or school schedule. And try to really just take care of your body and not get so consumed in diet culture and all of these rules and diet plans that are going on. There is no quick fix. If you're looking for results in two weeks or, you know, drop this much weight in three days, that is diet culture trying to trick you and trying to make you feel like you need to drop this weight in three days and only eat those foods that their plan recommends. A quick fix is never the answer and I just, that's the biggest reason why I don't see a need for anyone to diet and to go on a diet. Really try and find things that are sustainable and enjoyable to you. Find a eating pattern for yourself that you are happy with and that doesn't cause you extra stress throughout the day. So with that, what kind of healthy food choices or healthy nutritious habits should you create in 2022? Um, I want to list a few just tips that I think would be able to help you find what kind of healthy habits you want to implement. Because again, there is no one answer for everyone. My first one is to really listen to your body. No one else's. And that doesn't mean you can't read articles or see what kind of healthy recipes this person's giving out or whatever it is, but take that all as just data. And then you need to work through trial and error with yourself and just what feels right with yourself because your body has specific needs that aren't going to be the same as anyone else's. My second one, and I've mentioned this one in some of my other episodes, but it is to try and cook more at home. Going out is not bad at all, but you might start to enjoy some healthier foods as you're learning fun new recipes 
that really are easy and enjoyable. It doesn't have to be hard or difficult to create healthy meals at home. And that way, going out to eat remains fun and exciting and kind of like a special event. Again, this is whatever works for you, but I've found the more I'm trying different recipes and planning out what I want to cook throughout the week, I get excited, even if it's just soup with a bunch of veggies in it or whatever it is, I get more excited because I'm making it myself and I'm excited to see how it turns out. So again, it doesn't have to be hard or difficult, but just try it. Try cooking one or two more meals a week at home and see how that makes your body feel. My third tip is to try to include every macronutrient in your meals and snacks. This will really help with satisfaction and to spread out your nutrients. And just to recap, um, your macronutrients are going to be your carbohydrates, your fats, and your protein. So my advice would be to try to include all of those in each meal or mini meal or snack because it just really helps with the satisfaction and then you'll be able to get all of your food groups in throughout the day by spreading them out a little bit. Another tip for finding healthy habits for yourself would be to not restrict or cut things out. As we talked about before, all foods fit in moderation. And like I mentioned, banning foods will only make you want them more and you'll start to moralize food and really create an unhealthy mindset and relationship with that food. And we don't want that, right? We want to create something that is sustainable and enjoyable for your lifestyle. Something that you don't have to go on this diet and then come off. This is something that you will alter and change throughout your life, but it remains the same kind of feeling for you, this feeling of health. So let's not moralize food, let's not label them good and bad, and let's not restrict or cut them out. Our body sees food the same, we need to remember that. It's us as a society and as a diet culture that has created this terrible stigma around certain foods. And my last tip is just to remember that our bodies are so amazing. They really know what to do to keep us healthy and happy. We need to feed our bodies fuel so it can do what it does best. So let's not try to outsmart our bodies, but let's try to be there for our bodies and let's try to feed them the best sources that we can. Healthy doesn't have to look like a diet, someone else's meal plan, restricting or cutting out foods. It actually doesn't have to look like anything. It's supposed to feel like something. Feel like happiness, being full and satisfied relief and freedom from food and dieting rules. It should feel good and it should feel healthy. It should be there for your benefit. And let's just try to remember these things as we are creating healthy habits for 2022 and for the rest of our lives. And remember that these habits might change and alter according to how your life changes and that's okay too. I really hope that this episode helped you find what kind of healthy habits you want to implement into your life and find more balance and moderation around food and implementing that into your lifestyle. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you guys next time.